I'm Jack Semlicka, and welcome to this episode of our 2018 Strip-Till Farmer podcast series. Today's program, part one of assembling and analyzing the essentials of a strip-till system, is being brought to you by Topcon Agriculture. If this is your first time tuning in, you can subscribe to this series and get updates on future episodes currently available in iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. Or if there's another app you prefer for listening to podcasts, let us know and we'll look to get it added. Thanks again to TopCon Agriculture for its support of this podcast series. Agronomy matters and TopCon Agriculture application solutions make it work. From planning to precision machine control, NORAX boom height control, monitoring and mapping, to data management, you have the total set of solutions to maximize your agronomic plan. Find out how to make the most of your 4-hour nutrient stewardship with precision technology that is unmatched in ease of use. Visit them at topconpositioning.com slash growing solutions. While strip-till is often equated to a puzzle, with farmers having to assemble aspects of equipment, fertilizer application, technology, seed selection, and soil health together. When one piece is missing, others don't often fit. But the challenge for strip tillers is that the size, shape, and availability of those pieces can change. Perhaps more than any other farming practice, strip till requires a willingness to adapt, experiment, and learn. Says veteran strip tiller David Legbold, each person has his or her own specific needs. So I've learned to keep still and listen to their adventures. I always believe I benefit the most from these conversations as we share ideas. To be sure, strip-till will build soil health and save money. But a bigger reason is to share the commonalities with other producers and continue learning adventure. Results of the 5th Annual Strip-Till Operational Practices Benchmark Study evaluating 2017 cropping practices reinforce the value of those idea-sharing opportunities as corn yields, per-farm strip-till acreage averages, and precision farming technology adoption continue to grow. More than 300 farmers from a record 27 states in Canada who identified themselves as strip-tillers responded to the 40-question survey from Strip-Till Farmer. We again crunched the numbers on the top 10% of respondents by average corn yield and soybean yield to see what strategies are separating them from the pack. Breaking down study participants by region, not surprisingly the Midwest and Corn Belt continued its strip-till stronghold, with nearly three-quarters of respondents coming from these areas. However, the 74% total was down more than six points from last year highlighted by the lowest total in the history of the study coming from the eastern Corn Belt at just over 27%. Totals from the western Corn Belt and Great Lakes were consistent with prior years, and for the fourth year in a row, Illinois led the way in most respondents by state with 58, followed by Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, Nebraska, and Wisconsin. Worth noting is the year-over-year strip-till growth in several other regions, led by significant spikes in the Plains states. The Northern Plains percentage, which includes the Dakotas, Montana, and Idaho, nearly doubled from about 7% in 2016 to 13% last year, while the Southern Plains, including Kansas, Colorado, Oklahoma, and Texas, also increased by nearly two points year-over-year. Talking with Colorado-based soil scientist and agronomic consultant Mike Peterson, he's anticipated continued strip-till growth in the coming years, 
as he's seen a renewed commitment by universities and colleges in educational programs surrounding strip-till. He cites states including Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, and Kentucky as those ripe for growth. Peterson is working on a project with an Eastern Corn Belt school, putting value to what goes on with the strip-till system and looking at root penetration resistance. While it's still early, he's seeing change and, at the very least, the university is realizing, hey, we can make a plant do better when the season comes along that it works on all cylinders firing, and we can show that we can have big growth and much more potential. Much has been reported about the demographic shifts taking place on North American farms as the next generation gradually establishes themselves as the farmers of the future. This transition is represented in this year's analysis of the ages and experience levels of strip-tillers. While 41% of respondents reported being at least 55 years old, it's the smallest percentage in the history of the study, including an all-time low of about 14% of those strip-tillers 65 and over. It's possible that the ag economy has prompted some strip-tillers to modify long-term plans for their operation, possibly passing along decision-making power to offspring or younger managers. This could correlate to an increase in the percentage of strip-tillers under 45 years old who participated in the study. Some 38% of respondents were under 45, the highest total in the history of the study, including a four-year growth trend in those strip-tillers 35 to 44 years old. But the age shift could also represent a new wave of farmers practicing strip-till. Some 42% of respondents have been strip-tilling less than five years, tying the highest total in the history of the study. About 30% say they've been strip-tilling more than 10 years, tied for lowest in the history of the study. We'll continue to see if strip-tillers continue to skew younger and more inexperienced, or if those numbers will flatten out if the new generation settles in to become long-term strip-tillers. Midwestern dominance was reinforced by the top 10% of strip-tillers participating in this year's benchmark study, with more than three-quarters of the top strip-tillers being from either the Western Corn Belt or Eastern Corn Belt. Both percentages were consistent with the 2017 study, but 15% of last year's top-yielding strip-tillers were in the Great Lakes region, and less than 1% were from those states this year. Interestingly, while the northern and southern plains saw strip-till growth as a whole, less than 1% of those top strip-tillers were from those states. Looking at the state level, Illinois led the way with 10 representatives, double the total of the next two states combined, Nebraska and Iowa. Overall, though, 11 different states were represented among the top 10% of strip-tillers in this year's study. Taking a look at the age breakdown, more than 52% of the highest-yielding strip-tillers were under 45 years old, including 31% in the 35-44 to 44 range, more than double the total from last year's study. This represents a dramatic shift year-over-year, year, with almost 70% of the highest-yielding strip-tillers in the 2017 study being at least 45 years old, including 46% were 55 or older. Only 21% of respondents to the 2018 study were 55 or older, and less than 1% were 65 or older. The range of experience for top-yielding strip-tillers also saw some significant changes with about three-quarters having strip-tilled 10 or fewer years, compared to 58% in last year's study. And some 42% of the top strip-tillers have been strip-tilling at least 11 years, 
including 10% for more than 20 years in last year's study compared to just 25% in the 2018 report. We'll get back to the discussion shortly, but I wanted to once again thank our sponsor, TopCon Agriculture, for making this podcast series possible. Agronomy Matters and TopCon Agriculture application solutions make it work. From planning to precision machine control, NORAX boom height control, monitoring and mapping, to data management, you have the total set of solutions to maximize your agronomic plan. Find out how to make the most of your 4R nutrient stewardship with precision technology that is unmatched in ease of use. Visit them at topconpositioning.com slash growing solutions. Let's jump back into the program now and hear more analysis of the fifth annual strip-till operational benchmark study. So while strip-till tends to be practiced in pockets, there is a sense that interest and adoption are on the rise. Talking with strip-till researchers and academics during the last year, the consensus is that strip-till is on the upswing. Pinpointing the exact total of strip-till acres in the U.S. is difficult, but a historical snapshot and recent forecast reveals strip-till momentum. In 2007, our sister publication, No-Till Farmer, reported about 3.6 million acres of corn were actively strip-tilled that year, or roughly 19% of the nation's no-till corn acreage at the time. Based on industry discussions and field research and personal experience of those strip-till farmer editors have chatted with, the best estimate is 8 million strip-till acres in 2017 and a projection of 11.7 million by 2030. Looking at data from the 2018 benchmark study, respondents reported strip-tilling a little over 381,000 acres last year, which translates to a per-farm average of just over 1,200. The average represents an increase of about 174 acres per farm over 2016 and the highest in the history of the study. This includes growth in both average corn and soybean acres being strip-tilled. Average soybean acres being strip-tilled jumped about 122 acres per farm, the largest increase in the history of the study, to a high of 552 per farm. This comes after more than a 60-acre drop from 2014 to 15, followed by modest growth in 2016. Corn acres continue to steadily trend upward, with averages increasing by more than 200 acres per farm since 2013. In 2017, study respondents reported strip-tilling an average of 921 acres, up from 876 in 2016 and 860 in 2015. On average, farmers reported strip-tilling about 70% of their total acreage in 2017, down about five points from the year prior, but well ahead of the two years prior, which averaged about 63%. By comparison, the results of the 10th annual no-till operational benchmark study published by no-till farmer earlier this year revealed that about 16% of respondents strip-tilled, up slightly from the prior year's total. It will be interesting to see if the growth in strip-till acreage continues in the coming years based on the short and long-term forecasts. It's going to be a gradual process, but with increasing public emphasis on nutrient management and fertilizer runoff, researchers are taking notice. Some suggest this will translate to an investment in solutions related to strip-till. Another reason for optimism is that there are areas where strip-till is still in its infancy. 
One expert cites west of the Missouri River and north of the Canadian border as regions ripe for three to five percent annual increase in strip-till adoption in the coming years. Looking at cropping practices, corn remained king, with more than 96 percent of respondents strip-tilling this crop in 2017, consistent with the past four years, which averaged about 97 percent. While many farmers reported bumper crops in 2017, given the ideal growing conditions, strip-tillers enjoyed a particularly productive year. Per-bushel corn averages increased by 10 bushels, the largest year-over-year -year jump in the history of the study to a high of 2,009 bushels per acre in 2017. This also marks a 25-bushel increase in average corn yields since 2013. After back-to-back -back years of 191 bushel per acre averages, 2016 saw respondents average 199 bushels per acre of strip-tilled corn. Drilling down by primary strip-till regions, farmers in the western corn belt averaged 224 bushels of corn, those in the eastern corn belt averaged 189, strip-tillers in the Great Lakes averaged 207, and those in the northern plains averaged 182. Consistent with prior years, strip-tilled corn outyielded other tillage systems, as reported by No-Till Farmers' recent benchmark study. 2017, farmers using minimum tillage practices averaged 189 bushels per acre, those using vertical tillage averaged 187, and no-tillers harvested 181. The percentage of farmers strip-tilling soybeans dropped slightly, but at 53%, the total is well ahead of 44% in 2015. After a steady three-year increase, strip-tilled soybean yields dropped by two bushels per acre from a 2016 average of 62 to 60 in 2017. However, strip-tilled soybeans outyielded no-till soybeans by five bushels per acre, based on data from No-Till Farmers' annual benchmark study. This marks the fifth year in a row strip-tillers have seen higher soybean yields compared to no-till, vertical tillage, and minimum till. The upper echelon of strip-tillers also enjoyed measurable yield gains for both strip-tilled corn and soybeans. The average corn yield was 261 bushels per acre, an 11-bushel bump over 2016. The record high average also represented an 18-bushel bump over 2015 and a 25-bushel increase over 2014. Looking at the top 10% of soybean strip-tillers, they enjoyed another yield bump as well, averaging 76 bushels per acre in 2017, a 4-bushel increase over 2016, and a 12-bushel increase over 2014. The average acreage of the top 10% of strip-tillers farmed in 2017 was higher than the rest of the pack, at just over 1,400 acres per farm and some 74% of the top strip-tillers' total acreage was strip-tilled last year, with farmers averaging 984 acres per farm of strip-tilled corn and 518 acres per farm of strip-tilled soybeans. Well, again, we'd like to thank and recognize our sponsor, Topcon Agriculture, for helping make this Strip-Till Farmer podcast series possible. And I certainly look forward to your feedback on today's program, so feel free to drop me an email at jzemlicka at lessetermedia.com or give me a call at 262-777-2441. You can also keep up on the latest strip-till practices impacting your farm today by registering online at striptillfarmer.com for our free strip-till strategies daily e-newsletter 
And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Striptill, F-A-R-M-R, and on our Striptill Farmer Facebook page. Well, I hope that you'll join us again on August 17th for the next episode in our 2018 podcast series, part two of the evaluation of our 2018 benchmark study. And a reminder, you can still register to receive our Striptill Farmer print publication at striptillfarmer.com. For TopCon Agriculture and our entire staff here at Strip Till Farmer, I'm Jack Semlicka. Thanks for listening.